While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch. Others rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. And it just so has that one of my friends adopted a Yorkie Terrier last week. His name is Hiccup, and he's as happy as can be with his new pet owner. And a few trivia points here for you. Did you know that only 44% of dogs and 47% of cats in American homes come from animal shelters and rescue groups? Also, the unique qualities of each and every shelter pet add up to an incredible bond between every shelter pet and parent. So if you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Spencer. Huh? What? Who are you? Oh, my God. You're Spencer's grandfather. Are we in Florida? And you? My little walker. Did I die and turn into some kind of a small, muscular boy scout? Are we dead? Bethany? Rich? I'm the old fat dude. This can't be happening! My hip sure feels good now. Look at my thighs. Look at your thighs. Look at my thighs. Okay, we have some issues here. The game is busted! It was a game. I'm not it. I don't want to be it. Welcome to Jumanji! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics. And today we're going to be reviewing Jumanji The Next Level. My name is Christian, and as always, I'm joined by Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. I'm a little sore, but getting through it. How about you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I hit the gym a few times this weekend and, you know, just ready to kick off another work week. You know, Monday's tomorrow. We got the Steelers game going on tonight so there's that yeah. played some halo last night so oh yeah that was might, a good time yeah i might, might have to play some more today i'm not gonna lie but uh you know i gotta get back into the groove of it but uh yeah it's it's, it's been pretty well um and before we begin today's review you can listen to this podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher and anchor so yeah jumanji the next level the uh sequel to jumanji welcome to the jungle um i was actually kind of hesitant to even watch the first one actually watch the first one few days ago um i'm i'm an original jumanji stan with roger uh, robin williams myself but uh devin here kind of uh convinced me to watch it and i figured this would be a really fun movie to review um it has its laughs it has its issues just like every movie does but um yeah i i really did i i enjoyed the um, previous movie when it came to the humor but uh, what did you think about this one? Since you saw the uh, the previous one in theaters when it first hit, didn't you? Yep. So, what were your uh, initial thoughts? And you know, do you, do you think this actually warranted a sequel? Yeah, the first one was a pleasant surprise. I think, like, mutually agreed that it it succeeded and exceeded expectations because no one really expected it to be good. So when it was pretty good, everyone was kind of surprised, and it was just a fun little ride. 
Yeah, I would totally have to agree. Um, it's doing pretty well, the box office. Um, it's made about half of it. Uh, well, the new, ne uh, the next level is doing pretty well at the box office as of right now. It's made about half of its budget back. And what what was the worldwide total, Devin? Uh, worldwide gross is looking like $112 million, so almost recouped its budget already. All right. Well, mate, that's not, not terrible there. Um, so, yeah, with the next level here, I will read the synopsis, and then we'll get into our thoughts about the movie, go into a little bit more of a uh, non-spoiler <clears throat> section first, and then move on uh, over to spoilers, and we'll let you guys know, give you the uh, the red light if you haven't seen the movie yet. So the synopsis reads... In Jumanji, the next level, the gang is back, but the game has changed as they return to rescue one of their own. The players will have to brave parts unknown from arid deserts to snowy mountains to escape the world's most dangerous game. Directed by uh, Jake uh, Kasdan and written by Jake Kasdan and Jeff uh, Pinkner and stars Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and Karen Gillian. And a few others, and as well as uh, Nick Jonas is thrown back into the mix as well. And Aquafina has joined the gang, um, and as well as a horse, I guess you could call, Danny Glover and Danny DeVito as well. So this really is a stacked cast. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, very, very, very stacked cast from, you know, actors from all walks of different experiences. So um, I guess, wh uh, what were your initial thoughts about the movie? Did it exceed your expectations? Did it meet your expectations? based on the previous film um i don't think it met expectations i'm sure we'll talk about it more but the ending annoyed me so oh the ending annoyed you okay yeah well yeah well we'll, we'll talk about that once we get into spoilers here in a second um so i would definitely have to agree in some sense because when we were on uh, because i watched the uh the first like there was like at least two or three trailers that came out a lot of those scenes it looks like they took out of the movie so, I mean, like you which know, ones? Um, I believe when, um, when oh my gosh, when Danny, not Danny Glover, when um, oh my gosh, Danny DeVito, excuse me, <laughs> when Danny DeVito was, uh, you know, when Danny Glover like uh, rings on um, his, Spencer's doorbell, and then it doesn't really, it doesn't show the scene where he's coming down the stairs and like the, uh, I kind, it's, it's kind of like a stairlifter, you know, like when. Uh, older people who are less mobile they have to like ride like the stairs up and ride the stairs down unless that was too long of a scene and um i don't know there was a few other things that i noticed but it was like small little cuts here or there but um i mean overall i i thought it was a super goofy movie um it's campy but i don't necessarily view that as a bad thing you know i walked into this movie you know expecting to be entertained and i was um i think the first one did its job a little bit better but um this is overall um in my opinion a pretty good sequel uh to welcome to the jungle you know it just follows the same characters you know all of the uh kids who are in the uh in the next level they're all in college you know they split different ways you know they became friends in the last one and you know now they're kind of trying um trying to expand their friendship and kind of go a little bit deeper with that uh spencer who feels very um I guess you could say isolated or um you know he was uh um, he's he's a sad boy yeah he's he's yeah he's a sad boy in general kind of missing jumanji a little bit too much but um you know he somehow recovered the game and wanted to be um brave braveheart stoneheart stoneheart 
Wow, not Braveheart. Wrong movie. Anyway, um, you know, he wanted to be a stone heart and feel that uh, sense of courage and wonder of adventure again. And um, overall, you know, when it comes to character development, like it is it is there. It mainly focuses on um, Spencer's grandfather and his um, business partner with their um, old um, restaurant that they had. But. Uh, overall, I, th- I thought it was, I, I enjoyed it. You know, this is a fun family film um, that, you know, everyone can go enjoy. You can find some type of entertainment value out of all of it. But, I think I think it's important to say that it's pretty focused on kids. Like, it's a kid's movie for oh, the yeah. most part. Absolutely. And in my theater, there were a lot of kids, and they were really enjoying it, which definitely improved the experience. You see, for me, actually, my theater was full of adults, and they were cracking up the entire time and it was such wow. a it was such a joy because it would have been really awkward if people kind of just like laughed here or there but like I, I had a pretty engaging audience there was about a good maybe 20 25 of us um it was you know it was a friday night um i went to like an earlier friday showing around like two o'clock so it wasn't super packed you know people were still at work um definitely my theater gets super packed on fridays but yeah every, like if there was like this entire like family or just like group of people on like the very front row who were just dying and like everything Kevin Hart was saying, everything that Jack Black, you know, the interactions, the jokes, just the, the it landed with them so well. And I was pretty, you know, I, I was enjoying myself as well, you know, and that's, that that's, that's all that really matters. It's not the best story in the world, but you know, I didn't have high expectations for this movie anyway. And I didn't, you know, I, like as, as long as I'm entertained, like I said, you know that, that's all that really matters to me. So it, it job job well done, pretty much. But uh, is there yeah. anything else you wanted to um, mention before we go into spoilers? I'd say my my favorite part overall was Danny DeVito, which is kind <laughs> of sad, but he he's just like he's so magical. Every every time everything he said, kids in the theater just died laughing at. Yeah, like, it was amazing. Like <laughs> he could, he would just say the most basic thing, and because. Because of his like delivery and everything, kids would just like, think it's hilarious, and I love yeah. that. But then they spent the rest of the movie trying to imitate that, and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have to agree with you there. Definitely, my uh, my favorite character is always uh, Karen uh, Gillian, uh, Jack Black for sure, and always Kevin Hart. Um, you know, the the four core group people who were, you know, uh, playing those characters. I I always enjoy them, uh, especially especially um, Jack Black and Karen Gillian. You know, they just I don't know. They they kind of just did it for me. I think Karen honestly did the was the best out of all of them. It was up there with Jack Black and Danny DeVito. Um, you know, Danny Glover was in this as well. You know, he he did his part, and it, it, it was towards the end. Um, you know, it was a nice little touching moment because the main the main you know uh, rift or shift in the group was between. Uh, Danny DeVito's character and Danny Glover's character, you know, they used to be business partners and they eventually, you know, spoilers. Um, just let you guys know, we're probably just going to spoilers right now because I didn't want to like say that in the non-spoiler section. So spoilers from him from here on out. So anyway, they get together, you know, they're friends and, um, you know, Danny Glover's character decides to um, stay in the game. That was kind of odd for me. Um, that was a really weird part. I was like, okay, is that is like actual reason? So like, he's not technically dead. 
even though he said that he was dying towards like the end of the film, you know what I mean? I wonder I wonder how it works. Like because you when, when you get out of the game, you go back really to the changed. same point. Nothing's in time. changed yeah. to your, yeah. So you could just live there forever in the game. So I guess he's not gonna die. Unless he dies within the game. But you see, they don't yeah. e- they don't even like necessarily touch on that where you know each character has three lives when you you know when all your three lives are up does that mean that you actually die or does it just mean that you start all the way over from the beginning of the game because i mean you know me and you're a big gamer so it's like you know when it comes to i guess more of like platform side scrollers obviously yeah if you if you die you're not going to get kicked out of the game in in a game Right. <laughs> so it's like, do you just, you're just stuck in here forever until you beat the game, which I guess will be more torturous than actually dying because they never touch on it and no one ever reaches zero lives, not even in, um, you know, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, the previous one. So that was one thing that was kind of, I wish they would have expanded on that a little bit more because I think what the first one did so well with Robin Williams. You know, obviously, it's it's pretty much the same premise. You know, you had a kid who's playing Jumanji. He gets sucked into the game, and then he comes out 20-so years, whatever, later, um, 40 years later, whatever, you know, beat the game. And then I can't, it's been a while since I've watched the first one. Um, does he he does he also go back to the same point in time after he's, quote-unquote, beaten the board game Jumanji? In the original one, yeah, like in the yeah with Robin, well, I can't really remember. I'll, yeah, it's been it's been a while for me too. Yeah, I've, and I meant to watch it before doing this review, but I got caught up watching the Dragon Prince. It's very very good on Netflix, but I digress. So yeah, that is one thing that is a little bit uh, weird for me, but um, overall, yeah, I I thought it was cool. You know, I I thought the jokes did land. I feel like they did kind of turn up. Like it's kind of like the Drax effect in. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, he's really, really funny in the first Guardians, and they kind of like dialed his notch up to like 11 in the second one. And, you know, as much as I do love Drax, I do feel like, you know, he just, he was just like, it was just like joke after joke after joke when, you know, I, I feel like they kind of did that with, um, I guess just using Danny DeVito to, you know, their, their advantage because you know when when they first entered the game danny devito is um bravestone and bravestone the, the talk, rock the rock was so bad at his danny devito impression yeah that was time. one and like at I first was like, come on make it he was like are we in florida i was like oh my it doesn't god really... i'm like yeah i guess you can say the rock's a good like i think the rock's like a good actor but i don't think he's like He's definitely he's not. He's not a character actor. Like yeah, he's he's not like definitely action. You know, we, we've seen we've seen him in Fast and Furious, Skyscraper, which I, ugh. and you know, um, other movies as well. And I was turned off by the um, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, first off, because I was like, okay, I get what they're doing. You know, it's you know, it's a new age. You know, kids aren't playing board games anymore. It's video games, but for some reason, it just at first before even watching it, it just didn't land with me. And then, you know, after talking to you about it, I was like, you know what, I'll give it a chance. You know, we'll, we'll review the next level and here we are. And I I, I thought it was funny. You know, like one of my favorite moments from the original, well, from the previous one was that, um, you know, Kevin Hart's character's weakness is cake. And then yeah. he, <laughs> when he eats the cake in the, in the previous film, he just freaking explodes. I was like, 
holy crap like that was actually really funny to me and you know i'm a, i'm a sucker for when it comes to comedies and people acting goofy on on screen but um what i guess what were one of your favorite moments or uh, scenes from the next level uh, that's a good question um What's yours? I'm trying to think of mine. Oh, you're fine. It's all right. So, um, and I, and I would have to say one one of my favorite scenes, and you know, with Karen Gillan, you know, I absolutely love her. And when when um her and I think it's yeah with her and um uh, Jack Black's character, I forgot the black guy's name who actually plays uh, Jack Black's character in this one who took over Bethany's. Um, because I've actually I don't think I've really seen him in anything. But when when they find like like I guess you could say like their version of like the Lazarus pool, like you know from DC, where like you know um uh, they they go into the pool and they change bodies, and then. Yeah. <laughs> God, I forgot. I forgot the black guy's name. I'm like drawing on his name. But anyway, when he um, switches over to you, mean like the the character's name? Um, sh- yeah, sh- no, it was Fr- yeah, Fridge. Shelley or Shelley or something. Fridge was Fridge. The Fridge. That's it. I'm sorry, man. I'm blanking. It's it's early Sunday. Anyway, um, so yeah, when Fridge switches over to Karen's body. <laughs> he's like holy crap you know he's like yeah. messing around i thought that was very very funny um i think aquafina did a pretty good job too you know i mean she, she was in it for not as much i mean i guess well i would say her her, her danny DeVito impression was better than the rocks but it yeah still wasn't i agree yeah definitely better it was she at least is from i think she has new york ties so it make it sounds a little better but yeah, still wasn't great, and I and I feel like the Rock was doing his impression. It was like, okay, what is like a a basic like bad like you know impression of a New York um uh, New Yorker sounds like? Hey, I'm walking here or something like. It's like this. I don't think you had to enhance your voice that much. But another uh, one of my favorite moments is when you know <laughs> Bethany finally comes in with. Um, the other guy uh, with Nick Jonas's character, the other guy um, from Welcome to the Jungle, they all go into like the same pool and they're like actually switching bodies because they act- absolutely hate the characters that they, you know, originally came in as. Yeah. I thought that was really funny and it did make sense because, um, you know, as Fridge was saying, you know, with, with the characters that they are and, you know, with some of, you know, the, the kids have obviously been through this before, so they kind of know how it works and, you know, it, they, they didn't really stand a chance. Um, I did get a little bit of like kind of sort of Game of Thrones vibes um, from the uh, the character who plays the Hound, and I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was essentially the bad guy of the entire villain. But the plot was pretty much the same. Um, but I mean, honestly, I, I well, since you know they're setting out for this to be a trilogy, and now it's not. Oh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, like let's let's never go back there again. Agreed, and. Um, there was uh, some guy at Spencer's house who's like messing with the game, and somehow it's you know now it's kind of like with the original Jumanji with Robin Williams that you know the the wild is coming into our world. So hopefully, maybe it'll be a little bit better. Um, we will be able to see more of the actual characters, not you know uh, Karen Gillian and Kevin Hart and, you know, uh, the rock, what have you. But, um, what, uh, what were one of your uh, favorite scenes from the movie, Devin? 
I'm a big Jack Black guy, so um, <laughs> my favorite scenes usually involved him. I liked when he when he got switched to Bethany. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, guys, <laughs> I missed you. Hey guys, we're back. And Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> Just the way he says it is so funny. He really is a character. And, you know, there's rumors of him. You know, he once said, uh, retired from acting and I no, please no. I, I hope not because any any and, and, and it, it could be one of I don't he used word like stinker like one of the worst movies of the year but like it's just any movie that he's in like you'll you can find some type of enjoyment with Jack Black there and he's just he just overflows a lot of his charisma and he's all this confidence and he just he just radiates you know what what it means to be a, a great actor and you know i really hope that the rumors aren't true because i think he did a really good uh, great job as well um you know they, they they all did i would definitely say the rock was probably out of the four he's probably my least favorite character because i mean i just go i get so tired of seeing the rock and like literally everything and i don't know what it is like i like the guy you know there's, i there's nothing wrong with them or anything you know he's he's not um you know it, it just in general um i just i'm just not that crazy about him and i don't know what it is because i mean I, I usually i'm pretty big a fan of the rock but in this movie he was just doing too much he, yeah because you know he was in hobbs and shaw earlier in the year and, and i i enjoyed him in that you know with him jason statham they're going back and forth you know, making fun of like you know Americans and Brits and their accents and whatnot. I thought it, I thought it was great. You know, when it comes to like huge action movies that kind of you just turn your brain off. Yeah, like I, I don't mind watching The Rock and those, but I don't know. So, and I guess this is pretty much the same thing. Um, I think Nick Jonas did a good job. He was only in it for a little bit. Um, he has a little bit of background acting when um, between uh, his sh uh, their show Jonas on uh, Disney channel like way back when and a few other movies um that he's been in but like i thought he was fine you know he didn't really like overact or he was kind of just there you know and he, he did his part and that was it so that was a nice little cameo um but did you have uh, anything else you wanted to touch base on there's kind of like multiple endings it felt like uh -huh. I really like the initial ending where they're sending off um, Danny Glover's character. I thought that was like a really cool message and everything. Obviously, friendship and forgiveness and moving on yeah. after death or during death. <laughs> but, <laughs> or whatever. He's like in fact, purgatory. <laughs> the fact that he was the horse while they were doing this emotional speech just yeah. throws everything off. It's a freaking horse. Why? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess they could have made the horse talk i guess that would have been a little bit better they could have just made him a human and then he could talk for himself but then True. Made him a horse and it was very strange yeah it, it, it could have been an emotional moment and then it you're looking at a horse right like it was funny when bethany was a horse at first but then it's like okay you know clearly she's not going to be a horse for us in the movie because that would be very you know tedious and annoying and they really double down on the horse being an actual part of the movie because he's in all the posters. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's de definitely in the initial poster as well. It was, um, I guess, some type, I guess it was a Pegasus horse, you know, a horse I can yeah. fly that had bat wings instead of just like action, whatever. I don't know what it was. C couldn't have seen that one coming. Yeah, well, I was expecting, you know, like a Pegasus with this, like, you know, actual wings of like a bird, not like bat wings 
like because it's a black horse but hey i mean it's the the world of jumanji you know video game wise was very uh weird but um i i i did enjoy it for what it was you know I, but then yeah but then after that ending there's also obviously they get back into the real world yeah and then there's like that little not even it's like a beginning credit scene where yeah not even like a post credit it's like oh there's going to be a third not even mid credit either it's just like beginning credit was there anything after that i didn't stay after that i didn't stay Okay, I, I don't think. But yeah, in, in that in that last scene, they show the Jumanji world starting to bleed out into the real world, right? Which I did not like at all because they're doing they're do, they're taking three movies to do what the first Jumanji did in one movie. Yeah, yeah. Which and... is like, what? Why is it taking that long? Because I think this movie should have been what the ending of this movie was, which is the Jumanji world bleeding into the real world. That's seems like a natural sequel to the first movie. Okay, so yeah, so you're so you're saying that this should have been what the third is uh, what you know that what they're hinting at yeah because they didn't really need that this didn't feel necessary if they're just getting getting to that idea in the first place they could have just done that yeah because i mean the first one was uh when it comes to welcome to the jungle it was an interesting concept i'm like okay you know it, it like i said you know it makes sense like okay you know kids normally play video games now instead of board games um, I don't there, think... there weren't enough new ideas in this one to warrant it being the sequel. Like, Did, if they would yeah. have done the Jumanji in the real world, that would have been something way different. But they just kept most of the things the same. Right. It's kind of like with uh, Zathora, because uh, uh, I watched a video um, for uh, for the Mr. Sunday movies, and I actually didn't know this that you know uh, yeah, this, it's like storybook. And it's canon, yeah. So it's like a storybook between Zathora and Jumanji, and I think Jumanji is the sequel to the Zathora children's book. And, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Zathora. I think I saw it when it first came out in theaters. God, that was ages yeah. ago. I just know Kristen Stewart was in it. And Hunger Games guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hunger Games guy. That's what he's known as. Hey, you're the Hunger Games guy, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I have a name. But, but uh, yeah, I didn't realize that, you know, that was all part of the same universe. But I guess, you know, they don't really hint it with this. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, I think, like, thinking about it now, it would have been kind of cool <laughs> to make, you know, Zathura and then have Jumanji be, you know, the second one. If they wanted to do a, tri a trilogy. Well, I don't know how much that would they, work. They didn't have cinematic universes back then, so. yeah. Yeah, which is totally fine. Sometimes it's because, you know, like adaptations don't necessarily on screen have to be exactly as the original source material. But um, that was a nice little, um, you know, trivia piece there that I just didn't, I didn't know. I thought it was pretty cool. It kind of makes me want to go back and watch Zathora. Just, uh, it's, it's been a long time, so kind of yeah, intriguing. Yeah, it's been a while. And I, I remember it being pretty cool. And I was like, oh, what is this? But I, and, uh, I don't know. Guess, guess who the director of Zathora is? Is it Jay Kadzin? John Favreau. Is it really? Oh. Yeah, well, I think it's one of his first gigs, probably. Oh my gosh, you know what? Now I remember from that video, yeah. There was there was a lot of information spewing from that. But yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, do you think John Favreau would have done a better job than Jake Kadzin? Or, or do you think, I guess, you know, so, like, since, you know, this is a, a video game, do you think it would have been more interesting if it was... Like, you know, there's board games, video games. What about, like, a card game? Kind of like, you know, like Cards Against Humanities? Or do you think it would have been, like, that way they would have had it to where 
you know, the Jumanji world will be spilling into ours because, I mean, yeah, they're trying to do it backwards, and it's like, okay, you know, let's put, like, the Outer War characters in the world of the Jumanji to see, like, I guess, like, the mind of, like, the game and why it, um, well, why it is what it is, or, like, who created it, or it just is, you know what I mean? But do you think, like, if, if it was, like, a card game spewing into our world, do you think it would have done a little bit better, or do you think this was the right uh, approach after the board game aspects? I think, I think video games was the right call, just kind mm -hmm. of modernizing it for us. And I think in the first movie, they did a really good job of world building um, with all the characters in, in the video game. Yeah. Because it, it was all new, but then they kind of just repeated all of it for this one. Yeah, literally like the same plot, just not putting the gemstone inside of like a giant statue. And yeah. they had to hold it up to the light and call out Jumanji's name. Yeah, and we mentioned it before. I, I'm, I'm really hating this trend of movies having endings that are teases to future movies. Yeah, so and then- Alita, Alita did it, Charlie's Angels did it, and now this is doing it. I just, I don't like that at all. Yeah, and I, I, I don't like it when movies, especially movies where, you know, you're kind of on the fence about it to begin with going to see it in theaters. And then it's like, you know, they, they tease the second one. It's it's like with um, X-Men Origin Wolverine. They, they, they had a mid-credit scene, and they teased the sequel, and then it went nowhere. Like, a, a, another one didn't even get made, because they were supposed to do multiple, like, X-Men Origins, you know, insert mutant's name here. But, you know, they, they teased that, that trailer, or that, that mid-credit scene at the end of X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then nothing came of it. And, and yeah, it really is like a little bit of a pet peeve where, and I, and I understand, like, I mean, even like Mandalorian, you know, they, they, they announced like a new season before, you know, the uh, first season has had a time to marinate inside, inside people's brains and, you know, get conversations going. And they did the same thing with The Witcher. The Witcher season one hasn't, doesn't release like until like five days from now, like on the 20th, same day as Rise of Skywalker. And they already greenlit second season. I'm like, okay, you know, I get you get like, you know, the test uh, test viewers and what have you, but like, you gotta let the rest of, like, you you gotta see where the reactions are going to see if this is even warranted or even worth making a sequel of. So it's, yeah. I I don't know. Sometimes it it is a bit annoying. I mean, I get it. You know, everyone's super excited and sequels are like super in right now, and you know, it's like almost every movie that we go see needs to have a sequel. Um. But like movies like Ready or Not or like Peanut Butter Falcon or, or The Farewell, like you wouldn't see a sequel out of any of those. No matter how much you would want a sequel or how well the um you know the the movie did, you you wouldn't see a movie out of that. You wouldn't you wouldn't see a movie out of I don't know. Like imagine if they made like an Us Two. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. that's just like okay. You know you've done all this well building. Like we get it. Just. It's it's one full complete story. Just move on to something different. But that that's just my take um, on the matter there. But uh, was there anything else you wanted to uh, base on before we get into scores? Um, I don't think so. All right. So out of um, I guess a hundred levels of the next level of Jumanji, what would you give this? Um... Well, I'm curious what what would you have given the the, the first one? Okay, so we, so we didn't review that. That's so right. We can have like a nice comparison. Hey, there we go. Okay, so the first one I would give a solid. I, I would give it like a sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Yeah. Whoa. 
I, I've nice number. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's, you know, it's one of my favorite numbers, but whatever. But um, yeah, I, I would I would give it like a solid sixty nine. Um, like as I said before, you know, it's it's very funny, and that's what really saves it. It's a it's a big comedy piece. You know, families love to watch it. It's super cheesy, and like, yeah, there may there might might be like a few cringy lines here or there, but like you said, you know, the world building was interesting, and I, I would definitely give uh, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle uh, sixty nine. Uh, for this one, I would probably put this more in the realm of like probably like a sixty three, just because. You know, the first one was interesting, and one of my favorite parts actually, well, the two two of my favorite parts from the entire, um, you know, between these two movies for Welcome to the Jungle, when Karen Gillian, you know, she does like her her uh, dance fighting and that Bob Marley song comes on. I thought that was really funny. You know, she does her, her nubule voice for like a little bit. I thought that was really cool. Nod off. And then, um, you know, uh, Fridge's character, well, his, his avatar, you know, he, he uh, one of his weaknesses is cake within the uh, these two movies. And then even when he gets back into the real world, he's so hesitant to eat a piece of cake. He just doesn't want it anymore. And they kind of touch on that joke as well in the next level. Where he's like, oh, would you like some cake? And he's like, no. <laughs> this smacks out of their hands and he's running down the uh, hallway and whatnot. But um, th those, those are probably like my nice two little connections between those movies. But I, I would give this one, like I said, a 63 just because um, it mainly just because the plot is ex exactly the same. I mean, between in the world of Jumanji with, you know, the, the, in Welcome to the Jungle, it was like this green jewel. And this one, it's going to, it's a, it was a red jewel that he had to call out its name and, you know, you know, pierce it to the sky or hold it up to the sun. It's probably going to be a blue jewel in the next one because red, green, blue, whatever. There's this nice, three nice colors that, I guess you could say go well together. It's like, you know, picking your Pokemon starter. You got fire, you got water, you got grass. So, I mean, unless they made it like yellow or something, I guess, uh, you know, Pikachu color. But um, yeah, I, I would give this one a 63. Um, this overall, I, I did enjoy the, the entertainment. It was there. I just, I feel like it fell short just a little bit for me, but overall great performances by everyone, even The Rock. So what about you? Okay, yeah, I think we have a bit of a bit of a difference here. I really thought fondly of the first one. I probably would have given it about an eighty. Mm. I kind of just really enjoyed the first one and thought it was really funny. But then this one, <laughs> this one drops down quite a bit for me. Uh -oh. I'm thinking like fifty-eight. <laughs> oh boy, there we go. I was gonna say fifties, like, forties. It's, uh -oh. it's a it's a steep fall because, like I said, it's it's just rehashing the same thing. And then the ending is what should have been this movie in the first place. Yeah. Where Jumanji leads into the real world. It just feels like a useless movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I really is, wish. If, if, if it's possible to make a filler movie, that's what this is. To make a, a filler, a filler movie. movie. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, The ending of Welcome to the Jungle should have been the ending of this where it spilled out. And then they could have just ended it right then and there. And that would have been a nice, would have been they're, a nice they're, double they're taking, feature. They're taking a trilogy to uh, what the original Jumanji did in one movie. It just doesn't make sense. And just stretching it out between three. Yeah, that's yeah. honestly, um, even when it comes to movies like um, like like the Hobbit trilogy, um, and that's something I had an issue with that, was that the, the book, The Hobbit, is only around 
300, 310 pages. It's pretty much the same length as the first, uh, as Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, whichever way you decide to uh, pronounce it. Um, so so they're, The Hobbit and the first Harry Potter book um, are about 300, or about the same length. So imagine if they took the first Harry Potter movie and split it up and made it into a trilogy within itself. That is like... You 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 need two movies at most. Yeah. That was my issue with the Hobbit films is that they they tried to make it a trilogy. They tried to make it exactly like Lord of the Rings, but you know I'll get into that at, on another conversation. But that's just pretty much my point is that they're they're trying like like you said. You, I think this really good point that you made is that they're trying to stretch it out, which you know they can definitely just do a double feature and just be done with it. You know this is this is uh, produced by Sony Pictures and notoriously Sony Pictures Sony movies. I would say, I mean, they don't normally land all that well. Um, it's it's once in a blue moon or like w- once in a handful of movies. Like one out of five movies are really good. Um, but, you know, Columbia Pictures is owned by them as well. So like, you know, we had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that was produced by Sony. That was really, really good. We had Spider-Man's The Spider-Verse. That was really good. I can't really think of too many other I mean, I'm not even counting the MCU Spider-Man because that's between Disney and Sony. It's more of a collab. But yeah, just just in general, Sony picture movies just don't do all that well. But this definitely like this franchise is a little bit of the better of them. But I do agree what you're saying. This movie was pretty much a filler because if if the game was busted like it was in the beginning of Jumanji the Next Level, they could have just, like you said, you know, um, you know, the animals could have just came into our world and they could have done whatever they needed to do. And I think it would have been a lot funnier, especially yeah, being the announcer so many, guy. It would, have, it would have set up so many jokes for the characters coming to the real world. And it's like a fish out of water. And that's always <laughs> yeah. a good idea for jokes. Yeah, especially with the, uh, you know, the the announcer guy. He's like, welcome to Jumanji. You know, he only has the limited amount of things that he can say. Just like it's, it's like if you're playing Skyrim or whatever other game that you're playing, role playing game, they only have a few lines with dialogue and this is the same thing over and over that would have been really funny and i i totally agree but i mean i'll I, i'm definitely interested to see where it ends um you know you'll bet your sweet cookies will probably be reviewing that as well but um any last uh, comments questions or concerns so how would you rate the the quote-unquote four jumanji movies four Jum- <laughs> wait wait what do you Z- mean zathera is in there too Oh, how, how would I rate them? Okay, so man, so it's so okay, so the four. Okay, so we have the original, then we have next level, welcome to the jungle, and then we have Zathura. I would say, obviously, the first Jumanji above all else. Then I would go Zathura, and then I would go welcome to the jungle, and then next level. Yeah, that sounds about right. I might I might switch Zathura and welcome to the jungle, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's been a while since I've seen this Zathura. I'm like assuming that it was better <laughs> better but um i'll definitely have to give it another watch to find out honestly but that's okay yeah overall i'd say we're both pretty disappointed at the next level unfortunate yeah and yeah i was i was yeah i was hoping for because it, it looked fun like the trailers really did get you hot for it and and it wasn't like and i feel like there were a lot of jokes within this movie that they kept away from the trailers because i didn't well and, and maybe they didn't but i didn't like you know necessarily watch the same trailers over and over and over and over 
um you know like oh yeah like i saw that in the trailer oh i saw that in the trailer saw that in the trailer so there were a lot of surprises for me and i think that's why i think i enjoy welcome to the jungle so much it's because i didn't really watch any of the trailers i just didn't even bother with the movie and then when i finally watched it it was actually pretty enjoyable for me you know joke wise so yeah but um, I, I believe that does it here for today. So that was our review of Jumanji The Next Level. I believe our next review is The Big Kahuna, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, so we got boy. that coming out. We're going to be seeing that Thursday night, and we'll definitely have a review up uh, that night. Um, have it up for everyone early that Friday morning for the official release date. And today actually marks officially the two-year mark of um when last jedi came out in theater so that's pretty cool as well say what you will about the film but whether you like it you hate it let's just all come together and appreciate this last amazing movie that jj abrams will be directing and this phenomenal cast um you know whether you like it, you hate it that's totally fine but the end of the day let's just all agree that we're all star wars fans and that you know the sky wars the skywalker saga saga is coming to an end so we always have that and it's very sad but you know we'll still have our star wars fix on disney plus while they take a um, a few years hiatus from the movies and starting up a new trilogy with new characters so i'm actually very excited for that as well to see where um you know that journey takes us but that will be our next review star wars the rise of skywalker and i believe by this time i think yeah i think our rise of the planet of the apes trilogy is over so i will be picking the winner and announcing them on Twitter, um, probably uh, email, emailing them or sending them a message with the three uh, movies um, in the uh, today at some point. Sorry, I'm like losing my words here. But I believe that's all we have for now. We're also going to be uh, doing our best of the decade podcast. That'll come up. Uh, later on um or early early january um you know we just got to figure out a good time to have a few guests on as well you know we feel like it's a little bit more of a special occasion to uh, have a little bit more people on so we can talk everything that we loved about tv and movies um of course with uh the year 2019 as the decade comes to a close uh that was Devin, and my name is christian and always just really really quick you can follow us on instagram and twitter at film optics you can also find us on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher and anchor as well for this review and our others we've done a few reviews uh within this past week we actually did a crap ton we had what was it honey boy marriage story queen and slim a beautiful day in the neighborhood and we actually did a podcast um recapping and talking everything star wars uh between the force awakens and the last jedi so definitely check that out um if you're listening to this on you know podcast form or or on youtube so that's always up we give our episode nine predictions as well and as always Devin, thank you for coming on with me uh reviewing all of these great movies you know we always have a great time here and hoping to um you know expand upon and get our our content out there in um the best way possible so um that will do it for today ladies and gentlemen and we will see you all in the next one every day yeah yeah oh baby i love your way every day shadows grow so long See you.
I wish I could buy one out of 